0: thank you for tuning in to faith worship centers weekly sermon we hope you are inspired and encouraged by this week's message as we all live to bring more of heaven to earth okay let's pray i'm I'm gonna pray for myself here (laughs) oh father thank you for your goodness and for the wonderful God, you are the wonderful Jesus and Holy Spirit. We love you so much. You are so wonderful. And thank you for all the, the incredible things that you see you see for us, Lord, for each one of us, Lord, in Jesus' name. So the, the word that I feel the Lord has placed in my heart has been uh, the spirit of wisdom and understanding and how worship is so attached to it. You notice that the worship has gone up, like I, everybody sensing more His presence, and and um, I just feel like the Lord has this invitation to know Jesus has wisdom. His wisdom is a person, and when we set our eyes on Him in worship, that's where the wisdom of God is released. What is the wisdom of God? It's His heart, His mind. And when we, when we see him for who he is, we start to understand. That's what is the spirit of wisdom and understanding. So um, I know the Lord has great things, not only for this church, for, but for the church globally. It's just, it's just immense. And the Lord wants to open our eyes and our ears even more for what is coming. Because he doesn't see obstacles, he doesn't see the things that are not happening, he sees the things that are happening. On on he on earth that is in heaven. So that's that's what the Lord wants to do at this moment is to take us to be sitting with him in heavenly places, with this that happens in worship. And worship is the most incredible thing. Oh my gosh, it's just it's just awesome. To see Him, to see God is, is the most awesome thing, to see the Father. So I'm just going to, I have a lot of Bible verses here. I'm going to try not to give you much Bible verses, but it's, it's just the Word. The Word is, is so rich, and the Word, it always takes us, especially when we meditate in His Word, it takes us to worship, it takes us to His presence. So that's that's, that's why. And during the day, every time that we're aware of his presence, every time that we set our eyes on him, that's worship. That's our ears and our eyes being opened. And this is the season, especially this season. This is the season to hear and to see. No eye has seen, no ears has heard, no heart has comprehend what the lord has for us but to us is revealed by the holy spirit and that's that's what the lord is doing that's what he's working in us so wisdom has to do with listening receiving and being attentive wisdom is about hearing and listening ears and eyes open and revelation Comes when we, when well, we hear and we see, we start meditating and comprehending the word, the, what the Lord is saying in our hearts. Now we know that Jesus has become the wisdom of God. So I'm I, I just gonna read the verses. I don't, I don't, not gonna do the, the, where is? Or do you want to, to know where is? Okay. 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, For it is not from man that we draw our life. This is so important. It's not from a man, it's from Jesus. It's from looking at him that our spirits come alive, or who we are come alive. So it is not from man that we draw our life, but from God, as we are being joined with Jesus, the Anointed One. And now he is our god giving wisdom, our virtue, our holiness and our redemption. Um, so in James 3:17 says, "But the wisdom from about is always pure, filled with peace, considerate, and teachable. It is filled with love and never displays prejudice or hypocrisy in any form, and it always bears the, fruit, the beautiful habits of righteousness. God's seeds of wisdom's fruit will be planted with peaceful acts by those who cherish making peace. So in this description of what wisdom is, we see Jesus. Jesus is pure. He is truth. He is filled with love. He doesn't make, um, uh, he doesn't compare persons and make comparisons. He always going to produce fruit in our lives. His love personified. Now, God's wisdom is spiritual. It's in the realm of the spirit. But when that wisdom of God gets manifested on us, produces wealth. If you think of Solomon, his kingdom was beyond, you know, in, in all aspects. That's because when we... Uh, allowed God's wisdom to be released with us It comes in Incredible ways So Let's take a look at Jesus And how, you know, when he was on earth He was growing up, how he got this, this Wisdom, how he received God's wisdom um, The child Grew more powerful In grace, that's key God's grace As we look at Jesus Uh, We look at the Father, and we receive everything from him. We receive his love. It's so important that we let the Lord love on us. It doesn't matter where you are. He always meets us in the place that we are. Even when we don't feel it, he always meets us. The child grew more powerful in grace, for he was being filled with wisdom. So the key to receive wisdom is to receive his love, to receive his embrace. And the favor of God, which is a spiritual authority, was upon him. Another verse in it says, As Jesus drew, so did his wisdom and maturity. Wisdom always going to produce a spiritual maturity. We're, that means that we're going to see things, like how the Lord sees them. The favor of man Increase upon his life, his authority, the spiritual authority. For he, I love this part, for he was loved greatly by God. That's that's what the Lord wants us to receive and to know that we are greatly loved by God. We have free access to everything he is because we are greatly loved by him. And with, with the with the favor of God, you know that just, oh my goodness! When we have the favor of God, we have everything, everything. He's just, we we just become one with Him. He he. what, what is His is mine, and what is mine is His. You know, it's just just one. And with that, that favor comes out a power. It says, uh, Mark. On the Sabbath, he went to teach in the synagogue. Everyone who heard his teaching was overwhelmed and astonished. That's another thing when, when the, the wisdom of God flow on us. You know, you don't necessarily has to be a teacher, but that wisdom daily, when it comes out of your mouth, it's going to bring transformation to people. People get overwhelmed and astonished. Think about that. That's, that's the level Of the manifestation of the spirit of wisdom through our lives. They said among themselves, what incredible wisdom has been given to him. Where did they receive such profound insights? You know that are are disposable, are profound insights to be found in him? Uh, And what mighty miracles flow through his hands? I just love this one. This one is one of my favorites. In Isaiah fifty, when there was the you know, it was a prophecy about Jesus, it says the sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue. That means that he was teachable. Jesus was teachable. And to be teachable you have to be humble. And to be humble, humility before the Lord is not putting our eyes in our ourselves and looking what is going with us, but on him. That's humility. <clears throat> Let's see. sorry. Okay, the sovereign Lord has given me an instructed tongue, so it requires humility and become teachable. To know the word that sustains the worry. Incredible. That that that's, that that brings that the freedom there is is comes with revelation that imparts imparts transformation. He wakens me morning by morning, wakens my ear to hear to listen like one being taught, and that's why the word of God is so key in this time. We need to, to you know, the word says. The word abound, uh, be in abundance between you guys, between us, has to be, has to be because that's, that's our life. Isaiah 11 says, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and of power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. Now we're going to say the fear of the Lord is delightful. It's a delightful thing. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. That's the natural realm. That's, you know, in other words, for me, the Lord is saying, don't see what is going on on here. Just see how I'm seeing things here. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears. But with righteousness, he will judge the needy. With justice, he will give decisions for the poor of the men, for the poor on the earth. And if you think about how things are going now, we really need this. We really need God's solutions, you know, to everything that is going on, his wisdom. So here comes the, uh, how do we get wisdom? And Proverbs nine ten says I love the way the Passion translation brings that. The starting point for acquiring wisdom, which is the Lord, is to be consumed with awe, with awe has you worship Jehovah God. Oh I love that. Has we worship him, we, awe. Why are we becoming awe. Why we becoming oh? Because we're seeing him. We're seeing him. Um, To receive the revelation of the Holy One, that understanding of knowing Him, who He is, how He thinks, how He feels, you must come to the One who has living understanding. That's why Paul says, I pray for you that you will receive the spirit of wisdom and understanding to know Him better. Now, worship is the thing that opens our spiritual eyes and ears. That's what it does. It, it completely transforms and brings us into a deep relationship with the Lord. And I love the word gazing that the Bible uses gazing. In worship, we gaze to the Father, to the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We get to know who the Father is, who Jesus is, and who the what the, who the Holy Spirit is by gazing by just that gazing is to take our eyes out of, our, out of ourselves out of what, I, what is going on what I did wrong, what I didn't do wrong what others did wrong what, you know all the, the things that you know, are in, in the middle and just focus a steady focus attention So in worship, we take our eyes from seeing ourselves, and that is the definition of wisdom. It's like saying, Jesus, you're all I need, you're all I need, you're my life, my life comes from you. When we become humble in his presence, okay, I just said (laughs) Now, I love the definition of gazing. This is how the Lord gazed. You know that we gazed on Jesus, but Jesus gazed on us. And look at this. And that reminds me of the, the vision that I have, like, I think three Sundays ago, I saw Jesus dancing. And he was in his king, he was right there, he was in his kingly robes, even with the crown dancing. And he was dancing with such a joy. You know, it was just like, suddenly I just see this, you know what I mean? So, oh my gosh, and I say, wow. Um, that, that, that says to me that worship produces a side effect on Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And we're gonna see how he gets, you know, he gets. It. So, this is this is what gazing produces. Our produces on him. Look at you, my dearest darling. You're so lovely. That's when we found that we're so lovely because he just think, oh my gosh, you're so lovely. Think about it. just think for a moment. Just think for a moment. God says you are lovely. It's just, just transform, transform, transformative, right? It's just like, whoa. Love is the most powerful force in the universe. <laughs> so, it says, okay, look at you, my, my dearest darling. You're so lovely. You are beauty itself to me. Your passionate eyes are like gentle doves. And you know that doves... They only can look straight and they made once own life. So worship. That's the song of psalm. Right? Yeah, so in worship um worship happens you know, obviously when we worship the Lord, when we think of him, when we are in his word. Worship with the word of God take us to worship because the word of God reveals who he is. The more word that you have stored in your heart, the more revelation and understanding of who he is and how he moves, you're going to get that. So, gazing into his eyes, melt God's heart toward us with great love, compassion, favor, wisdom, and revelation. Now, at the vision that I saw, I just was curious. I, I just... I asked Jonathan, there is a Bible verse that speaks about Jesus dancing over us. I know there is a Bible verse that says he sings over us. And it's the same. I found a Bible translation that it includes both. It says, Adonai, your God, is in your midst, a mighty Savior. He will delight over you with joy. He will quiet you with his love. He will dance over you with singing. Isn't that awesome? I love this He delights over you with joy He will quiet you with his love He will dance over you with singing And, he, and the other, I, there's other Bible verse that says that he sings songs of deliverance on us Another Bible verse in Son of Sons, You have stolen my heart and that's stolen in another Bible verse. Says to, to ravish, capture, steer, steer, thrill, charm. You have stolen my heart, my sister, my bride. You have stolen my heart with one glance of your eyes. That's beautiful. Another verse. For you reach into my heart. When we see Jesus, we're reaching into His heart. Isn't that beautiful? It's, it's, it's having a heart-to-heart connection. It's the eyes of our understanding being open. Because it's a heart-to-heart connection. The deep calling unto deep. With one flash of your eyes, and I'm undone by your love. My beloved, my equal, my bride. That's what happens when we worship the Lord. Your love, leaves me breathless. I am overcome, by merely a glance of your worshiping eyes. For you have stolen my heart. I am held hostage by your love. And by the graces of righteousness shining upon you. He only sees beauty in us. Those, just, just those Bible verses that son of sons are just so precious. If you want to know how much he loves you, just meditate in those verses. In the son of sons, how he sees you. So when we worship, great freedom happens. The veil, the veil of whatever it is that, you know, the lies or whatever is, 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 is fallen. I'm going to read that verse later. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. Um, when we set our eyes on Jesus, we are feasting on the treasures of the heavenly realm. He is, Jesus is full of treasures, and he's full of mystery, a mystery that he loves to reveal to us. This is why we are to yearn for all that is about, for that's where Christ is enthroned, in all at the place of all power, honor, and authority, just feast on the treasures of the heavenly realm, and fill your task with heavenly realities. And not with the distractions of the natural realm, which is the human wisdom. So, when we worship, we are sitting in heavenly places. Where we are before His presence, we are sitting with Him. When we worship the Lord... We get our identity, who we are, that we are beloved. And so we start kind of flourishing, you know, And before him. So this is the verse. That we can all draw close to him with the veil removed of our, uh, from our faces. Everything that, that we're thinking that is wrong thinking falls when we worship him. And with no veil... We all become like mirrors, who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. When we worship, we only see His glory, and we just become like Him. We are being transfigured; our thoughts are changing. Our 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 dusted the spirit of wisdom our revelation. it changes it renews it's the renewing of the mind we start seeing things as he sees we start seeing people as he he sees people and situations as he sees situations Uh, wisdom is a problem solver solver tool (laughs) so we are being transformed into his very image as we move from one level of glory or presence to another and these glorious transfigurations come from the Lord who is the spirit. another thing that, that worship does is, is expanding us expands our spirits for more of him. so there is an expansion and I, I feel like this is, this is what the Lord is doing. the Lord wants to expand each of us our spirits to receive more. Because there's there's going to be this explosion of of His presence. Obviously, Obviously, it's going to bring people. Because His presence attracts people. We keep you always in our prayers that you will receive the perfect knowledge of God's pleasure over your lives. Making you reservoirs. Of every kind of wisdom and spiritual understanding. I was looking at, I was just Googling pictures of reservoirs. And it shows, you know, the dams that produce electricity. That's a reservoir. So the Lord is, when we know the pleasure that he has for us, when we find his pleasure for us, and, you know, that is making that. Huge space in our hearts in our minds to just no eye has seen no eye has heard, no mind has conceived what the Lord has and that's what the Lord is, is on his way to do on us so that's you know, worship the word and aware of, it, of the presence being aware of his presence is is there is a grace. I will say that there is a grace. There is a presence. There is, the Lord wants this so much that there is a grace and, and easy access to, to, to worship now, to the Word, and the, the, to seeing Him in the Word, and to experience His presence during the day. There is this, this grace. It's just, just, just big. And the last thing. And I'm going to touch. You know, there is this verse that I'm going to say it first. Okay. His intent was that now through the church, and this is what the Lord is aiming for, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known. To the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms according to his eternal purpose, which he has accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. The manifold wisdom of God. We are his body. So we are on earth to represent everything he is. And when he speaks of the manifold wisdom of God, it's the, diverse, the diversity, the different aspects of who he is. I, I reveal one aspect. Every one of you reveal another beautiful powerful aspect of the Lord. So that and and that wisdom there that is the wisdom that says that that not even angels know. Can you imagine that that we have a relationship with the Lord that not even the angels has? That the Lord Wants to reveal secrets and things that not even the angels have? No? It's just like mind-blowing. That's how much he loves us, right? Okay. So, ways that the wisdom of God is manifested in our lives. So, the, the spirit of wisdom and revelation, understanding deepens our, our intimacy with the Father. I'm just going to repeat this, basically a conclu- conclusion. Deepens our intimacy with the Father, opens our spiritual eyes and ears to hear him. That produces a spiritual maturity. The spirit of wisdom helps us to see the purpose of God and gives us the power to carry them on. Through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. We are his inheritance. And he is our inheritance. Wow. Wow. Before we were even born, He gave us our destiny that we will fulfill the plan of God who always accomplished every purpose and plan in His heart. That's the most, um, the thing that will fill you the most is to, to, to do what you uh, were born to do. Right? It's just only you, it's only you, your unique, your uniqueness. The spirit of wisdom and revelation give us, is given to us to get to know him better. We have a spiritual insight into mysteries and secrets of his heart toward us. And the spirit of wisdom and revelation impart to us God's perspectives as we are sitting in heavenly places. And we can exercise his authority on earth because we're seeing what he is doing. Okay, this is this is something. This is a... Uh, the, the Wisdom of God builds. Um, it says, wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, communities, and through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. Because of their skilled leadership, the hearts of the people are filled with the treasures of wisdom and the pleasures of spiritual wealth. Wisdom can make anyone into a mighty hero, and revelation knowledge increasing strength. Wisdom builds you up. Jesus builds you up, so you can build others. Everyone here is a builder. Everyone here is a builder. In your areas of influence, you are a builder. And and you're letting the Lord build you up, right? So Jesus' invitation, and I think I'm going to finish with this because I already said, you know, a lot of this stuff. If you wait at Wisdom's door, if you wait at my door, Jesus, Wisdom, Jesus, longing to hear a word word every day, you will break forth with them. I like that. We will break forth with them. If we, as you listen for what I'll say and remember, we're in a season really when everybody is hearing and everybody is listening to him. For the fountain of lies pour, pours into every time that you find me for uh, sorry, I'm going to read it again. if you wait at wisdom's door, longing to hear a word for every day, you will break forth within you. Joy will break forth within you as you listen for what I will say. For the mountain, fountain of life, pours into every time that you find me. There is life. And this is the secret of growing in delight and the favor of the Lord. That's a a verse in Proverbs. The wisdom of God fuels evangelism. The the people that... wins. Souls is wise, right? Uh, The wisdom of God produces rest and peace. Remember one of the characteristics of the wisdom is peace. He's peaceful. And peace peace produces rest. And rest is the cradle for revelation. Okay, I think I got everything. So I just want to pray. Thank you, Father, that, oh, Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you so much for that we are living in time like this, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your presence, Lord. It's all, it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. Father, we worship you. We, we adore you. And we just want everything, everything of you, Father. We want Everything we embrace you, Father. We embrace your spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding that it will help us to move forward into know him, into know you and into working together, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message. If you'd like more information about our church, visit faithworship.org. Thank uh-huh. you.